Hello, Real Madrid fans. My name is Enrique Caceres, your host of the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. We're going to go a little off of what our our dated, our game-to-game Real Madrid um, podcast a little bit, and we're going to preview the World Cup 2022 in Qatar, FIFA. Uh, let's start. Uh, these. The tournament starts November 20th to 2022 to December 18, 2022. The group stages are November 20th to December 2nd. Round of 16 is December 3rd to December 6th. Quarterfinals, December 9th to December 10th. Semifinals, December 13th to December 14th. And third place game is December 17th. And the final game is December 18th. Um, Most of the time slots of uh i'm going to give them eastern times is uh 5 a.m 8 a.m 10 a.m 11 a.m and 2 p.m most games will be shown on fox channels uh fs1 fs2 and uh fox and in spanish speaking uh channel telemundo and there's eight groups round robin four teams in each group 32 teams in total uh each team plays once And uh, you get three points for a win, one point for a draw, and uh, zero points for a tie. And the top two teams in each group with the most points move on to the round of 16. So let's preview the groups right now. We have uh, Qatar in Group A with Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. And I'll give you a brief summary of the group. Favorites right now is Netherlands at the moment uh, with the squad death uh, as well and uh, the the talent pool they have. And right now, Senegal is uh, has just recovered their best player, Sadio Mane, but he just came off an injury. So I don't know if he'll be 100 percent Ecuador, who qualified through the South American Bowl region, uh, performed well. Finished, uh, finished well, impressive, useful team, uh, but has had a lot of uh, issues and controversy over one player and his citizenship and date of birth as well as uh, his name is Byron Castillo. So I bring, I think it brings a, a lot of, a lot of issues to that team. Maybe I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you if they are gonna. Maybe they might come off the gate, but running and scoring but they don't score much anymore uh lately in the last few games Senegal as well without Sadio Mane I can't see them making a deep run into the tournament or or so and Qatar uh well-disciplined team well organized defensively but they create do create problems for top teams but I can't see them making a deep run as well um it's a toss-up between these three teams at the moment. Uh, with Sadio Mane healthy 100%, I would say that they would get second place because of that one talented player to score goals. Uh, if Ecuador was firing in all cylinders and had a striker in form, I would say they were second, but neither two teams have something. Qatar, I can't see them scoring a lot of goals either, but I do see Netherlands topping this group. Um, but my pick, I would say at the moment right now, and I'm going to take favoritism is Ecuador because of, uh, my heritage. So I'll say they're second, um, group B 
England, Iran, USA, and Wales. Now, I think for me personally, I think England is the top uh, of this group, but I think they've had a few injuries at the moment with their fullbacks positions and uh, a lot of players out of form, but they have a special player called Drew Drew Bellingham, a special talent. You need to watch out for him, breakthrough player for England. Uh, And Harry Kane, their top scorer, I think, if they both have a good tournament with... Raheem Sterling on the side or Phil Foden who's coming in fantastic form uh, they will make a run for it but I I have questions about the defense I have questions about the coach Southgate I I see them struggling I see Southgate struggling in in in-game decisions making the poor decisions in the beginning poor decisions at the end I I hopefully he's had a, a long tenure as the national team head coach for England but I have a lot of questions about him. He is a good coach for certain aspects of the game and and getting the team to a certain level. But you have to question what, what, uh, where, how can he get them over the hump of of winning a tournament? Um, but I see them favorites uh, making a run. I'm here nor there on that team itself. Uh, USA, I do see them as a second place team going through. And I will say USA struggles to score goals as well. Um, as most teams always looking for a, a, a good striker. Um, USA is also, I have questions about their coach, Greg Bohalter, who is assistance coach, but then ends up playing the typical United States style counter hustle and pressing the team and I think he should stick to that because that's what's best for the U.S. and I think that's what the players he has at his disposal can perform that way I mean he loves to play out the back but at club level he was successful national team level is a different story you don't know in international level it's just something that you can never tell um what can I say about Wales they have one player Gareth Bale who scores big time goals but uh they did. They were successful in the last Euros, but I can't see them being successful in this tournament. Uh, it's a bigger stage. The other one was just a continental tournament. Um, so, and Iran, I can't see them actually going through either. So, uh, my pick is England and U.S. Iran doesn't score enough. They're too defensive as well, and Wales not enough talent in their pool. I think personally in an aging squad with their talented players as well. Group C, we have Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. I Argentina is one of the favorites for the cup. I'll tell you that. They have a tremendous, tremendously good team, uh, possession-based. And one key player, Lionel Messi, in good form, playing well. And now he's found the coach, Escoloni, has, Argentina's coach, has found the right blend of youth with talent with experience to cater to Messi and Messi isn't the whole focal point of this team it's a it's a very good team that defends well that possesses the ball well plays a smooth possession based style finds open mans and plays uh Messi at his best so I I can't say any more about it it uh, Argentina is a very good team it, it all depends on if everything's firing all cylinders but I do see them going very far in the tournament and They are contenders to win it. Um, You have Mexico. 
Mexico struggled a bit in the qualifiers with their their coach Tato Martino, and but I do see them coming in second. They always perform well in the big stage of the World Cup. They always wind up getting out of the group, and they're looking for that fifth game. They're looking. they struggle in the in the fifth game, and they struggle getting past opponents, and they struggle. So we'll see. Um, they they want to get they want to go further in the tournament than just the fifth game. Uh, but I can see them, I can see them getting out of this group. Uh, after that, I don't see them. I don't see them going any further. Saudi Arabia. Uh, I I want to be fair and want to be honest. I don't think they will make any ways in this tournament and Poland they have Lewandowski but I don't think he has enough service in this group to actually qualify to make it to the next round we have group F now Bell uh, no I'm sorry group D we're moving on to group D I'm sorry about that and then groups D, D we have France Denmark two nils and Australia and group uh, this group D France is very heavy favorites but I am going to point out two key players missing right now Kante and Pogba through injuries they're two experienced midfielders that France is typically and always successful when they're on the field both of them together playing Um, France is the current holders of the World Cup they won the last one in Russia um and I what can I say they have a tremendous attacking lineup with Kareem Benzema on their team from Real Madrid who again Ballon d'Or winner and you can't you can't deny the quality that he has and and they have Antoine Griezmann they have Mbappe they have three players that are difference makers um them going far in the tournament and them going top in this group, i pretty sure it's going to happen. Uh, them lifting the trophy is a possibility, a strong possibility with Argentina as well. You know, they have a... France has the team to do it and, and Deschamps, their coach, he isn't afraid to just make a change real quick to get, but he has the top players on his side. He always has all the players with him. Uh, Denmark, I see them as a de- uh, as a dark horse. I think they have a lot of team unity. They have Christian Eriksen. They have a lot of players that can... Uh, their teams are always united. They always play well under certain, certain circumstances, and they always perform well. They're organized, and they score goals when it's needed. So they always give big teams problems. I see them second. Two nils, I don't see them going far in the group, and I don't see Australia going far in the group I can't see them making any waves uh, whatsoever group E we have Germany Spain Japan and Costa Rica now Germany is my favorite for this group uh is Germany favorite for the cup for most teams for most people I don't think so I actually do see them as with uh flick and also, Germany might not have a, a out-and-out center forward, but I think Germany always plays well in finals. Uh, they say good teams, good German teams do well in, in cups, in the World Cup, and great German teams win the cup. So what can we say? Uh, Germany is a, 
they always bring good players they always bring good coaches they always bring good spirits and good unity of the team and they are organized and they when they're needed to score they score uh doesn't matter who they move the ball around they're efficient and they're fast and they press high and they're gonna have a high defense and they're gonna ask questions to the opponents so i think they are a team for reckoning and i think they are going to make they're going to ask a lot of questions to other teams and later on in the stage of this tournament um i see them as favorites as well um they have uh they have they have a good team they have a a good coach uh and a young team as well players some players that might not musiala from bayern munich good dribbler mueller good dribbler good scorer uh Kimmage, and then a young defense who's willing to run back with a high line. So we'll see. Don't count Germany out. Um, Spain, I see as a super, super dark horse right now with uh, Pedri and Gavi as uh, orchestrating that team in midfield. Luis Enrique, their coach, is willing to uh, gamble on youth. He And also he brought in two uh, experienced players from Real Madrid, Carvajal and Asensio. It only can help that team overall. Um, I think Luis Enrique is ready to pounce on the opportunity. I don't know if he'll get another one after this. He He's a very uh, polarizing figure in the Spanish media sometimes. Um, so I think this cup is, is his one or done. I don't know. Uh, Spain's good enough to make a run. I see them as a dark horse, but also they have a possession-based style. They're good blend of experience and youth as well and if they can get out in front of Morata or Ferran Torres on form anything is possible with that team uh very possible they can make waves Japan I cannot see them going through Costa Rica I can't see them going through as well but Costa Rica and Japan will give these two other teams trouble it's a tough group I see it as same as uh same as the uh any other group I see um We have Group F now, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Belgium I see as a dark horse only because uh, Kevin De Bruyne from Manchester City is on this team, but there's a huge doubt on uh, Romelu Lukaku. He is on the squad, but he's carrying some injury concerns, so we don't know exactly what's what's in store for this team, but again, they have... uh, uh, Thibaut Courtois, the Ramager goalkeeper. Uh, and Group F has, I have to say, it's a it's a battle for uh, for Belgium. Just between Croatia, I think. So Belgium, Cro- Canada, Morocco, and Croatia in Group F. And Belgium have a longtime coach, Roberto Martinez. This might be his last run. It might be the last run for this golden generation of, of uh, Belgium. It's going to be the last rank for Croatia because they have Luka Modric, who is 37 years old. I can't see him going to another World Cup. So it's going to be interesting, this this group right here. Canada has Alfonso Davies from uh, Bayern Munich but, and uh, Jonathan David, from uh, who plays in France, in Lille. So Morocco has uh, Ziyech. And uh, Hakimi, so it's 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 a good group. I like the players, and and I think there's some good name game changers there. But my 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 picks are Belgium first, Croatia second, and I think that uh, 
Belgium has enough talent without Lukaku to get past the group now if Lukaku's in form uh, it depends on how far they go um, Croatia it all depends on Luka Modric for me um, he's their talisman their catalyst player and I think if he's in good form they go further and depending on their wide players because I can't see anybody else really stepping in but you never know there's always in Croatia they always have a lot of team unity and a lot of good spirit so they they might make a run for it but uh, I'm gonna say no for on my end because Luca at his age I can't see him playing that long for the tournament but he does well for Real Madrid so anything is possible uh, let's go to group G Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Now, Brazil, clear favorites. For me, they had a great campaign. as the same as Argentina. Great campaign in the qualifying of the World Cup. Brazil, for me, was more impressive. Brazil, for me, has more talent pool. For me, Brazil has left count a lot of players out and still has a tremendous squad. Um, They have two valuable players. Vinicius Jr., Militao from Real Madrid. Um... And I I see Brazil just the only thing that can hold them back is maybe not getting enough goals, but they have plenty of goals and also they have a maybe a little how can I say Brazil their worst enemy could be themselves in in, in this case there's a lot of talent on this team there's a lot they have uh, Gabriel Jesus they have Neymar they have Paqueta. They have uh, Thiago Silva, they have Militao, they have Danny Alves, two great goalkeepers, Allison and uh, Ederson. Uh, there's there's good players on this squad, and and good and Anthony from Manchester, Rafinha from Barcelona. They have tremendous, tremendously good players, fast, quick, ready to play, wingers, speed, everything you ask for in this team. So let's see if. I, I see them as topping the group. Uh, Serbia. Uh, Serbia, I see the. This is a hard group for them because Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon are no pushovers. Cameroon, I see them as the weakling in this group, and Switzerland with a strong defense. And they always find ways to win games. Uh, I can't. I can't. I see them as a second. And Serbia, I see them just missing out on a third place. So in the group, I, I can't. But Serbia has a tremendous attack with Vladic and Mihanovic, but uh, Mitrovic is, is uh, from Fulham is carrying an injury, so we don't know yet how, how good it will be. That's the that's the issue. And uh, Switzerland, they have a lot of experience in this cup uh, in cups, and then they play a very disciplined team. So we'll see. Uh, I picked them as second, and then you got Group H. Uh, Group H, you have uh, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and Korea Republic, South Korea. And what I'm going to say is Portugal has a strong squad, strong, strong squad with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. And he might be the weakest part of the squad because you can't bench Cristiano in Portugal. And their coach, uh, Fernando Santos, is all about catering to Ronaldo and Cristiano and Bruno from Manchester United. They struggle to play together at times, so we'll see. Maybe the international level might benefit Ronaldo 
in some way he might rediscover his form and be able to find a transfer out of Manchester United but we'll see I I can't promise anything on 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 them but Portugal has tremendous amount of talent that might be hindered by Ronaldo who knows uh hopefully Ronaldo lights it up in this tournament uh it's probably their last the same as Messi and and Ronaldo they both are might play in their last tournament it might be the last time we see them in a major tournament together so hopefully it's a good spectacle because Ronaldo's in poor form Ronaldo uh, Messi's in great form uh and we'll see it could be exciting um but Portugal has a tremendous squad. They have a lot, a lot of good players, good talent. Um, they got Bruno Fernandes in good form at the moment. A good youth of ex- uh, some good youth players coming in. Tremendous midfield. Um, Ghana, a strong squad, but I don't see them overcoming Uruguay for second place. Uruguay, let's say I call them as a dark horse. They have a good blend of youth and experience, and they got a lot of goals. They bring in Cavani and Suarez for the last run, and they have in midfield Valverde with Betancourt from Tottenham, So, uh, and a strong defense, experienced defense. So I'm going to say they're going to come in very united, that team, Uruguay. They've been going on. They've had some senior players on that team, and then they have a good youth, youthful team at, uh, surrounding them and a new coach. So it can only can only be better for them. Um, South Korea, one issue, one issue they have uh, they have um, Sun uh, Sun uh, Min Young who's injured and carrying an eye issue. So I don't know. I count them out of the tournament. Um, get to my favorites of the tournament that's all the groups that i i recapped and my favorites are um brazil argentina france and germany for lifting the cup and also we uh my dark horses i put england denmark spain belgium uruguay portugal uh, making a run i don't see belgium really if lukaku's not 100 percent, but i'm gearing towards more of a denmark spain and uruguay Portugal is going to be hindered by Ronaldo. I think he's going to make, he is the difference maker of making the team worse. He's not in good form and it's just not working out for him. But you don't know. And this, there's a lot of good young players coming through for this tournament. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. We'll try to uh, make another podcast for the uh, round of 16 matchups. And then maybe another one for the quarterfinals and semifinals and the final. And uh, and then maybe we'll do another podcast to recap how the form of each uh, Real Madrid player at the Cup. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, all Real Madrid fans, for listening. This is your host of the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Please subscribe and rate and follow the podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye.